Hello and welcome to another episode of a podcast about music, which, if you're new here, is a podcast about music. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm Eric. And we're back at you for a countless amount of times, I guess. That's not really proper, but here we are, sitting in the very same room as before. Studio. Yes, the studio. And pretty much saying the same things we've said for the past 31 weeks. They should call this monotony instead of a podcast about music. A podcast about monotony? Yeah. I could, I could swing it. Um, I just want to let all the listeners know that we have a new segment. No. Yes, it's called Sleep Study. And it's a, it's a comedy segment, um, unlike our podcast, which is strictly cringe. And it's going to be like five minutes long. It's towards the end. It's after really fake, before weekly wisdom. And we're, I got a I got a sleep app, so it basically tracks my sleep. So I'm going to share. It's going to be kind of like com- commentary for a sporting event. So I'll share my personal best, like my PRs, oh, my personal great. record in each field, which is deep sleep, uh, like how how much the sleep was worth. I'll pull up the uh, the things really quick if it'll load. But how was your week, Eric? It was a good week. Yeah, good. not yeah. too much going on. Uh, Logan, mm-hmm. while you're doing that, whatever yes, it is it exactly up. that you're doing, I'd like to let our listeners know that we're going to be talking about Harry Belafonte today. Yes, we are. Do you know what song he sang that really got us going? Well, I'll tell you what. I rewatched Beetlejuice two or three years ago, and it really got me thinking about him. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, phenomenal musician, yes. singer. I was working out yesterday, and the song came on, Jump in the Line, which is his most popular. Oh, yeah? Um... I didn't realize we were already going to begin suggesting songs, but shall we? Yes, Jump in the Line, Harry Belafonte. Before you even know, I'm sorry for mispronouncing his last name or first name, but I feel like it's underrated. I I don't think that's the legal length. I think that's the legal length we're allowed to play. I don't think he's underrated. I think people love him, but you know what? He was born in 1927, still going strong. Is he really? Mm hmm. I wasn't sure about that. Well, I'm happy to hear it. It was updated, uh, this uh, article I'm going to read was updated June 28th, 2019, so it's pretty relevant. And you're pretty sure that he's still going strong? I'm almost sure. Okay. Well, I'm sure, but the sections of the sleep study segment are going to be just how much sleep in general, in hours and minutes, Mm -hmm. then my deep sleep, hours and minutes, uh, my average heart rate, and then my hours and minutes of quality sleep. Wonderful. And you're using an app that you I'm can't using, really mention? Or? Well, I can mention it because I don't think we have anything against them. So I'm using Auto Sleep. You can get it on the App Store for two ninety nine. I think, $2.99 in the United States. And if you have an Apple Watch or, I guess, I don't know if it works on any other watch, but if you have an Apple Watch, it really enhances the experience by really taking deep readings but you can also just if i guess like if you sleep with your phone in your bed or something it'll do kind of the same thing with like the accelerometer and like the gyroscope Hmm. i feel like that would be kind of uncomfortable but yeah i've never even imagined sleeping with the gyroscope on my wrist but no no, no, no. yeah the phone has one inside of it oh okay logan have you ever been to like a um science museum gift shop you know where they kind of force you to walk through it on the way out the door of the museum yep 
I, I've been to one of those. And they're always trying to sell you a gyroscope where you pull the string and it stands up like a top on its own. You ever got one of those? Oh, like a Beyblade? No, no, a gyroscope. I haven't gotten one. I've definitely seen them, though. Yeah, it's have a lot you, of fun. Lot have you ever fun. been to the Science Museum gift shop and gotten the sour sugar in like one of those humongously long tubes? No, it doesn't sound science-related. Well, it's very scientific, especially uh, to observe how the children act on the bus on the way home. Mm. Uh, this week, we are talking about Harry Belafonte. Uh, he's an actor, singer, and activist. He's achieved lasting fame for such songs as the Banana Boat song, Deo, right? Oh, yeah. As well as his film and humanitarian work. So I think maybe both Jump in the Line and Banana Boat Song were in Beetlejuice. I think, Eric, you want to tell us anything about Harry Belafonte? Because I feel like you got the short end of the stick for the past few episodes, <clears throat> kind of just listening. I'm happy to not speak, to be honest with you. Just kind of sit back and observe. But I'll tell you this much. I will paraphrase from Wikipedia. Wikipedia, Have you ever heard of that? No. Yeah, and I don't mind saying because I support them financially periodically, and you I do? encourage everyone to periodically support Wikipedia. You do those things, like the ad, we're embarrassed to ask, yes, but just for course. the price of a cup of coffee. Yes, because it's a free service they're providing that we all collectively contribute to. You're not necessarily getting 100% accurate information, but... It is nice to contribute to them, so I'd like to give Wikipedia a plug. If you use them a lot, please think about donating a few bucks. I also want to say before you start, sorry to interrupt, mm -hmm. but one of my professors at uni said that a lot of uh, teachers will say that Wikipedia isn't a good source. It's Correct. a good source, not as your only source, but for technical stuff, like um, architectural information. Okay. It, it's fairly good source especially when you check it against other sources and All it right. works because it has an abundance of information so use wikipedia but not as your only source and the banana boat song is this i think if it plays wonderful wonderful song so not Logan, all of it but harry belafonte was born march first 1927 wow of uh born in america jamaican american descent he was dubbed the king of calypso for mm. popularizing the caribbean musical style in the 1950s yes i agree uh his parents were named harold george belafonte jr and oh no no, that's that was his him. name. Yeah, so I'm saying uh, that his dad's probably that name without the junior. No. Probably so. Yeah, his mother worked as a dressmaker and a house cleaner, and his father served as a cook on merchant ships before leaving the family when Belafonte was a young boy. So he, Harry didn't really have his dad present throughout his life. Understood. Besides his incredible music, it's very important to note that he was an early supporter of the civil rights movement mm -hmm. in the 50s and 60s. And he's been an advocate for political and humanitarian causes. Agreed. He's done a lot of great stuff for a lot of people in this country and abroad. Mm -hmm. And he currently lives in New York City with his third wife, photographer Pamela Frank. And they got married in 2008. 
Belafonte had two children with his second wife, dancer Julie Robinson, fancy, as well as two other children from his first marriage to Marguerite Bird. We'll leave that in the past, as I'm sure he'd prefer that we did. Yes, he's he's friend of the show, so he listens. We'll leave it in the past and focus on the present and his past, which I guess we were just going to leave in the past. Uh, he debuted on Broadway in 1953 and won a Tony Award the following year for his work in John Murray Anderson's Almanac, in which he performed several of his own songs. He also appeared in another well-received musical review, Three for Tonight, in 1955. Logan? Yes. One of his first singles, we're going to throw out for our third song. Okay. If you don't mind. No, not at all. We got unlimited songs to suggest. Matilda, Matilda. Matilda, Matilda. Sounds like a good suggestion. A lot of these songs are over 50 years old, and they hold up. They're a lot of fun. They're beautiful. His voice is great. His style Mm -hmm. is original. His voice is great. You have to say, on some of these songs, he can really hit those high notes and then go low. It's beautiful voice. And also, he's got quite a varied range. Yes, exactly. And if you guys hear that in the background, not sure how much the mic is picking up, it is, dare I say, almost torrentially raining outside. So... There's that background noise. It's kind of like, we'll lull you to sleep without the rain, but with the rain, you'd already be asleep. So, whoa. (sighs) What? Where am I? No, we're podcasting. These security guards are always here. Okay, Logan, whatever you say. What else do you have to share with us today? I have the movies. Do you want to kind of slip into... A new segment? Why don't we slide right in there? Head on in. Into Sleep Study? Sleep Study 101. Brought to you by a podcast about music. Hello and welcome to Sleep Study. I am one of your professors, Logan. I have no involvement in this segment whatsoever. I'm one of your spectators and listeners. Spectators, Eric. All right, this week I am going to discuss my first ever experience tracking my sleep, so all of these numbers are my PRs. Now, as the weeks go on and go by, We'll obviously have some varied range, and I'm only going to share Friday into Saturday uh, night and morning. So I'm not going to give you any of the week's sleep, only Friday into Saturday. So, last night I got 10 hours and 36 minutes of sleep. Congratulations. That's my PR. Thank you. I had 9 hours and 36 minutes of quality sleep. Let me just interrupt right here, Logan. Regardless of your age... That's awesome to get that much sleep. You must have been tired, and I think the key to sleep is exercise. And I think and eating right and at a certain time. Key to growing a good smart brain and a good strong body, besides doing other things, is good sleep. Well, I do have a strong body, so that would really explain it. Uh, My 
average heart rate during my night's sleep last night was 63 with the lowest 58 beats per minute and the highest 72 beats per minute. Great low, low heartbeats. And the uh, kind of the showstopper of them all, my deep sleep time was five hours, two minutes. So Is that that's good. It's pretty good. It's my PR. Um, yeah, on account of it's it says my sleep time. rating is 100 because I closed all of my sleep rings. And my sleep bank is 30% debt. I have no idea what that means, but it's either good or bad. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think we covered pretty much all the bases on that one. Yeah, speaking of sleep, this is going to really help our listeners out. It's, with gonna, it's going to uh, put our listeners to sleep because of how boring it is, but... Hopefully you like that little theme song put in there. Um, All right, on to Real or Fake. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome back once again to Real or Fake. It's as many listeners know, and some of our new ones don't, a signature podcast about music segment brought to you proudly by us. And by us. I was I was pointing to you because that's your cue to say, and us includes me, Eric, one of your hosts, and then oh, I'd say... Oh, let me try this. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I'm one of your hosts, Logan. Back again for this segment, real or fake? I'm gonna start off this week, Logan, because right. as I recall, you did last week. Yes. I'm gonna read two to news stories. I'm gonna read two news stories to Logan. One of which is real, and the other is fake. Okay. He's gonna try to guess which one's which. Yes. I'm going to be rewriting both in my mind as I go, so he can't glean any information from my tone or sentence structure. Sounds informative, intelligent, or obstructive you choose at a podcast about music dot biz folks logan story number one all right brought to you by the year 1970 this week both stories both stories happened in 1970 story number one stanley r johnson in the year 1970 enlisted the coalition for hard hat under trees that's c-h-h-u-t coalition for hard hats under trees c-h-h-u-t nicknamed chut with two h's he was at a state park in peoria illinois when he was struck get this by a falling pine cone wow some places out west the further west you go the pine cones get bigger they get some pretty large pine cones that if falling can seriously injure you he suffered a very minor concussion. From a pine cone. Pine cone falling from quite a height, apparently, Dangerous. within this state park in Peoria. <clears throat> His proposal to the state legislature, which was unanimously voted down, mm-hmm. called for anyone walking beneath a tree within any Illinois state park to don a hard hat, not unlike those worn by construction workers. Okay. Is that story number one? His only success making himself feel and look like a complete buffoon. Well, I, we could argue that that's our success every week. I've always said 
there are inherent risks in most things we do, and going to a state park brings far greater reward than risk. You heard it here first, everyone. It's a great tattoo idea. That's an interesting story. Wordy for a tattoo, if you ask me. Yeah, well, you could uh, put it vertically across your chest or your back. It's great. Folks, Down your arm. Story number two. Yes. Also from the year 1970. And then you contact us, and I'll give you a picture of Eric for it. From September 1970, Douglas P. Stewart, a 37-year-old professor at Brandeis University, launched a campaign to take away the right to vote from the elderly. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Anyone, quote, retirement age or 70, whichever came first. He said, the old, having no future, are dangerously free That's... from the consequences of their own political acts. And it makes no sense to allow the vote to someone who's actuarily unlikely to survive and pay the bills. Actually, you mean? For what he may elect. He added, this is not nice, <laughs> people are living longer these days and I believe their thought process is impaired because of it. I'm not saying they're insane. I just don't think we can afford senile voters. <laughs> oh my God. Not nice at all. <laughs> For our senior listeners, I'm so sorry. Yes. We do not feel the same way. So, story number one. Pine cone. Hard hat. Hard hat under the trees. State park. Story number two. Senile voters are not worth anything. End it. No, they just shouldn't be allowed to shape the future for young people. Well, judging by how harsh the second story was, I'm guessing it's real, because I don't think you'd write that. But then oh, again, very good. oh my goodness gracious, what the heck just happened? And secondly, I feel like, um, what was it? Actuality? Actuarily? Actuarily. <laughs> I, I don't think you'd write that. So I think the second story is real. You had me at actuarily? Yeah. So it was real? It was real. Apparently, yeah. according to my sources. So actuarily? Yeah. According to your sources? Yeah. Pinecone story, 100% false. Wow. So but in other news, in actuality... Actuality? There was a man who was severely injured just a few years ago out in San Francisco by a falling pine cone, which was gigantic. It was like the size yeah. of a human head, and it weighed a mm -hmm. lot. I have seen some pictures of these pine cones, and I can imagine it. He was sleeping under a tree. Imagine being just peacefully snoozing under a giant, giant pine tree under the cool breeze of the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Bam! It's happened to me before, yeah, personally. That's why I have... Um, why I have a gaping hole in yeah. the back of my head. It's like the Pinewood Derby that the Boy Scouts do, except it's a pine cone hitting you in the head. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, nice uh, same throwback. Very I was in the Boy Scouts for a night until the, uh, I almost said costume, until the uniform got too uncomfortable. Yeah, what are um, you going to do? All right, so my second story actually comes from Illinois. But oh, yeah? That's in a while. My first story. A, Brook a Brooklyn man decided to register beer as his emotional support animal. Floyd Hayes filed a registration on the United States Service Dog res Registration website. Hayes, a creative director, said beer helps him manage his social anxiety, much like service animals help their owners. And he was hoping to be able to bring it around. With his 
Oh, like fly and like a Home Depot, you name it. And like go on like yeah. in public transit yeah, or I fly see. or whatever. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Fake. Uh, story one? number two. Story number one, surface beer. Story number two. A 66-year-old woman in a rural area of Illinois got lucky when a processing mishap took place when receiving her Social Security retirement benefit, resulting in an almost 900% increase in the amount, which was about $13,000. She says, quote, well, looks like Roger and I are going to the Keys, end quote. The money was quickly retracted by the government. Ooh, very good. Ah, boy, you had me at 900%. But at the same time... I I, looked it up. Average Social Security is like 14. I don't believe... that. What's her name again? Oh, no name. I don't believe that woman with no name is married to a Roger. That's what she said. Her Uh, husband. Roger and I are going to the Keys. Oh, boy, in the beer story. Wow, you got me this week. I'm going. Beer stories false. Ladies and gentlemen, what we have here is a real or fake anniversary. <laughs> it is the first time in many, many weeks that Eric has gotten it wrong. Yes. The beer story wrong? is completely real. And the social security number? Uh, social security. Well, I need your social security number if you'll say it right into this uh, black tube here but the social security story was completely fabricated by the imagination of logan well played almost at our last name yes thank you touche well so it's one for all this week my lead um all right i'm excited i'm excited about this it's it's a new calling i feel like i could go national with this i feel like that also logan yes speaking of a new calling you got any new words of wisdom for us this week uh yeah wait do you hear that who is there someone at the door well i who could it be hello 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 i know what you're saying you're so smart hello and welcome to weekly wisdom I'm one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm listening to it. So I'm more of a... Hello, listening to it. Sidekick for this segment. Uh, this week's wisdom comes to us from my life hacks calendar. Want odorless farts? Try... <laughs> Don't I? <laughs> I just... Yeah, exactly. Really just straight out of the gate. No BS. Want odorless farts? Try eating more potatoes, bananas, legumes... Cereal, wheat, artichokes, and asparagus. Mic drop. Boom. Wow, that's interesting. You know what I read in this great book that we had years ago? Mm -hmm. Um, It was a Japanese picture book translated into English. I want to say it was like the fart book or something. (laughs) But it talked a lot about how what really gives you pretty... Um, significant gas. Oh, I think I remember it. Like, the guy held it in, and then he went to the hospital for it. I don't recall, but it talks about how it really is meat. Whereas we think of, you know, all the fibrous... Like the beans. Things being the problem, but... They make your... But it's the processing of meat that causes a lot of your odoriferous releases. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, we've taken a horrible turn 
No, I think I, I'd say I apologize it's to our friends overseas where this is not appropriate talk. Oh yeah, this in so, so many countries is considered quite vulgar. Blasphemous. Yes, blasphemous is right. Not blasphemous, get it? Hey. Blasphemous and or illegal. So let's. It's illegal to talk about farts in some countries. Yeah, let's push our luck. All right, you don't want to get right. kicked out. Um, I'm going to. Uh, actually plug some things before the end. Review plug us away. review us on iTunes, please. Uh, leave a nice one, five stars if you would. Uh, if you really enjoy it, share us with friends and family. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, read The Figures Among Us by me. It's still on sale on Amazon. And I'm writing another book, and that should be out in about two years. So More importantly, Revision 2 will be coming out with some... Yes, Version 2 some uh, slight edits that will make it a whole lot more enjoyable readable so if you've already bought it buy another <laughs> on february 1st when version 2 is coming out and i think i think we still have a patreon but that kind of died all right we don't have a reddit so you can't do that unless you make one uh you can email us either theme song submissions um, you can email us sleep study information for us to share. You can email us notes, letters, real or fakes we can do, weekly wisdom, all that stuff, a podcast about music at gmail.com. And or who you'd like us to cover as the next artist. Maybe there's some new faces that we haven't heard about that would yeah, really definitely. be great to get out there. We'd really appreciate that. We'll give you a shout out, all that fun stuff. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, a podcast about M1. And that's it. That's all the stuff there is to say. Logan, see you next week. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate.